This week on the Con Guy Comic Con Prep Show, we wrap up WonderCon. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's The Con Guy Comic Con Prep Show. Welcome to the Con Guy Comic-Con Prep Show on the Popcorn Talk Network, your source for insider news, reviews, tips, and advice for enjoying your favorite cons. In other words, we help you con better. <laughs> um, you can find us at thecongui.com on Twitter. That's thecongui, D-O-T-C-O-M. Spell it out. Um, I'm Jim Fry, your co-host here and the managing editor for the Con Guy. Welcome, everybody. We just had a great time down at WonderCon, and let me uh, go ahead and let everybody introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Derek Sams. I'm a contributor to theconguy.com, and you can find me on Twitter at conguyderek. Hi, I am fake Adam West, yours truly, and you can follow me at fake Adam West on the the MyFace or the Facebook or mm. whatever the kids uh, are doing with the, the space pages, space yeah, pages on is, the yeah. interwebs <laughs> with the bings and the bips and the bops. I think I'm on Sega Genesis oh. or Dreamcast, oh. something like that. Rest in peace, Dreamcast. Listen to it on your Zoom. Are they listening on the Zoom right now? I, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Is this show on Zoom? Absolutely. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Good. And we've got a we've got a a. a, a uh, Jenga, that, uh, Jenga, yeah, yeah. That oh, the game Jenga with the thing. Oh, okay. No, Makes yeah, so Zanga, that's what it was. Oh, <laughs> of course, of course. Oh, silly me, silly me. I don't even know these words. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I am Emma Fife. You can follow me all over the internet at Emma Fife, which is my name. <laughs> Hi, and I'm Luke Cheeseman. I can be found on Twitter at ConGuyLuke. I'm dressed as Castiel from Supernatural, and we are glad to be here today. And in case you guys haven't had a chance to check it out yet, um, Cheeseman here, he has his own gallery on uh, thecongui.com this week. It was uh, his Supernatural and Cassie Alex adventure down at WonderCon. He had a bunch of fun doing that, so check those pictures out. So uh, we do want to welcome fake Adam West with us today. Yes. Thank you so much for letting me be on your... Is this a phonograph? Is that what this is? <laughs> yes. yes. Okay, yes. thank Absolutely. you so much. I really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. I, I saw you down at uh, WonderCon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, was, we bumped into you down there. It was a lot of fun. It was so much to see, some eye-popping cosplay. Oh, yeah. Some amazing costumes that the kids put a lot of work into. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they it's, sure it's did. I, I saw some, some great characters. I saw some male cosplay that made me question my gender orientation. Oh, yeah, yeah. It really did. Did you enjoy it? Yes. <laughs> pretty much everything you just said. I can All right, well, let's yeah. be silent then. Pretty I've already much. said Now, it. fake yeah. Adam West, mm -hmm. did you get a chance to see Derek in his red Speedo Mulder cosplay? I was incredibly impressed by your glutes and... <laughs> The following muscles, quads, glutes, wow. hammies. I thought we were going to wait to bring that up. No, but, uh, no, I'm yeah. just going to dive oh, right into it. Oh, there I am. There he is. Yeah. There he look, is. it's the full Monty. Yeah, this was, I, on Saturday, I was Agent Mulder. I had the FBI badge and the jacket, and then, of course, the red Speedo. I mean, it. you know. The famous red Speedo episode. Yeah, absolutely. Season, and a, two, a few people got it and laughed. Other people just thought I'd forgotten my pants and, <laughs> and still laughed. Yeah. And There's but, a lot of people yeah. downtown who forgot their pants, so you. It happens right in now. L.A. Yeah. So you know. <laughs> yeah. But the security people at the Microsoft Theater remembered me. The next day, I went back, and oh, they're like, nice. "Oh, you were the guy with his yeah. yeah, yeah, you were the guy with no pants." <laughs> yeah, so it worked. It must be convenient because women can look at you, and instead of going, "I wonder," they go, "Oh, I see." <laughs> 
So we're going to go ahead and jump into our news and updates right now before we head into our bulletin board. And I'm so glad that you're here with us this week, uh, Fake Adam West, because um, one of the things that's been making the Comic-Con uh, circuits and uh, the Comic-Con circuits, the circuit of conventions uh, all over the country is uh, Batman versus Superman. Warner Brothers has oh, been taking this out and trying to get out all over the place, uh, getting some big crowds. And this weekend it opened up to $170 million, which is a pretty impressive number. Did you get a chance to, to take a look at it? I have, uh, I'm boycotting it so far. Oh. I'm boycotting it. Uh, I was hoping for a cameo. You know, Stan Lee yeah. is in every dang movie true. there That's is. True. Yeah. And there's no room in Batman v Superman for good old fake Adam West. I mean, <laughs> come on. How about you said it made $170 million? I don't yeah. think they can afford you, Adam. Oh, yeah. no. I, I, I get $170 social security every month. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I love some of that money. Well, I did, I, not, did you see it? I, I did see it. Some of us con guys saw it on Friday night. We took off from the convention, zoomed over to, to take a look at it, and uh, it was uh, it was okay. It was okay. I'm sure that we have it. They'll be talking about that on the DC show. Yes. So um, <laughs> we don't want to kind of step on their toes here. But. Right. All right, so anyways, we have a, a couple of uh, news and updates to give you. First of all, we just want to remind you that April 5th, which is coming up next week, that is the hotel. Oh, no. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Ten days off. That's the hotel sale for San Diego Comic-Con. Make sure that you guys are ready. It's probably going to be, I think, either 9 or 10 o'clock in the morning. I'm not really sure. Check out the Toucan blog, and you can also check out our, our website. We'll let you know exactly the times and everything for that. But if you don't want to get into the madness of, of the hotel sale, because, you know, it's just kind of a an impossible thing, the early bird sale is going on right now. So you can go ahead and grab a hotel room, but it's kind of on the outskirts. It's kind of, they're still on the shuttle routes, mm -hmm. but you're not going to get one of the downtown hotels and one of the premier hotels that everybody's trying to get. And also just to remind you about the Ace Parking Lottery that will begin on April 25th. And they will respond to all entries by April 27th. Make sure you email them at CCI. Dash 2016 at aceparking.com. Send them an email. And of course, this information is also on the website. So, um, one other thing I did want to bring up is that it's kind of cool. I found out today is that uh, down at on the first day, I think it's preview day, Je mm -hmm. July 20th. 20th yeah. yeah, they're going to be having the HopCon 4.0. That's the um, it's a beer festival. They're having it over what? at what? They're Whoa. having it at Stone, the Stone Brewery down in oh, San Diego. Yeah, I oh, usually go to Stone Brewery when Isn't I'm down great? there. Yeah, it's awesome. Will Wheaton's going to be kind of one of the hosts of that, <sighs> along with Kevin well, Eastman, one of the co-creators of the Ninja yeah, Turtles. Yeah, I'm Kevin Eastman, absolutely. Oh, you know him? Yeah. Yeah, he does the amazing shows all the time. I did not yeah, know Oh, that. yeah, definitely, yeah. So oh, that's going to be a lot of fun. So tickets to that are going to go on sale May 4th. So be looking for that. We'll have them on our website as well. Oh, A+. Plus. I, I definitely, definitely want to get on board with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, so Disney, big news. Of course, they have their big uh, D23 Expo, which they have announced is going to be July 14th through 16th. Putting it right ahead of Comic Con, which next year. Uh, yes, in uh, into that because D twenty three is only in every other year right, convention. Right, right, right. So next yeah. year it's looking like Comic Con will probably be sort of July nineteenth through the twenty third. Now the big thing about the D twenty three Expo is that there are a lot of companies now that kind of fall under that Disney umbrella. Of course, Lucasfilms, Marvel, uh, the Muppets. <laughs> so they last year because D23 happened and so did Comic-Con, they didn't have as strong a presence at Comic-Con as they normally do. And Marvel didn't even show up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because basically their attitude towards it was, well, we got D23 and that's our parent company, so we're going to do their show. Mm -hmm. So it's it's uh, definitely going head-to-head -head with Comic-Con next year. It looks like it'll most likely be the weekend before. Mm -hmm. So Like three or four day difference yep. between the two conventions. Yep. 
Well, I, I, that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a bad thing. I, I, I'm no, gonna, no. I mean, what if everybody's in town for both conventions? Yeah, I you mean, can hit them both. I was going to say maybe it's just going to turn into a con <laughs> marathon. But, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, especially because it is right before Comic Con for mm-hmm. sure next year. I feel like that 100% says that Marvel and Lucasfilms and all of the you know the big presenters at D23 are not really intending to be at Comic Con right. or. Conversely, much as it could go with guest attendance, with guests being like, oh, well, we're already here for Comic-Con, might as well also go to D23, it could also be a chance for them to be like, well, we have all this talent in one place, we're just going to send them down a little further from Anaheim yeah. to San Diego, and you have yourself a big constravaganza. If I were Disney, I would do what yours truly fake Adam West does, mm-hmm. and pick something for one, and then bring something else to another. Like, I might yeah. go to a party on a Thursday night, I'll bring hummus. Uh-huh. Okay. On Friday night, yeah, yeah. it's West's <laughs> famous guacamole dip. All right. Right? <laughs> Take a hint, Disney. Yeah. All right. But, um, Definitely a smart strategy. <laughs> and I, I have been to the D23 Expo. Those are pretty impressive yeah. conventions themselves. And the one thing I would encourage people, that if you don't get tickets to the the San Diego Comic-Con, mm-hmm. the Expo is a great thing to oh, check out as well. Oh, definitely go so, to yeah. D23. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, and then uh, uh, Comic-Con TV is uh, going to be launching very soon. You'll get free beta access on May 7th with its official premiere in June leading up to San Diego Comic-Con in July. Uh, it is, of course, being produced by John Camp and uh, the complex, which is uh, the sort of venue of uh, Collider. That's cool. So, yeah, they were yeah. down at WonderCon this yeah, past weekend, were. really yeah, signing everybody up yep. and giving away ALF posters for everybody yep. who signed up for it. Yeah, so basically, it's it's a pay service, but they will have this beta testing period leading up to uh, Comic Con that people will be able to check out, as I say, starting on May seventh. Uh, and also in May is uh, the next of the Amazing Shows, which is the company that I do some work for, Amazing Comic Con. So Amazing Hawaii Comic Con is. Uh, May 20th through the uh, 22nd, and that is going to be a really awesome show. Uh, last year we had Stan Lee, this year we have Jim Lee, and uh, Robert Kirkman, the uh, creator of Walking Dead, will also be there along with Skybound, of course. So. Oh, man, that's, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's in Hawaii. It is. It's in Hawaii. It's Hawaii. pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Get to go hang out with a bunch of comic creators in Hawaii. It's a pretty good time. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty great. Ever been to Hawaii, Adam? I was uh, spent a long, I actually hosted a regional daytime talk show myself and a oh, monkey. Okay. That's right, in Hawaii. <laughs> it was uh, the number one regional daytime talk show on Oahu. Oh. Yeah. Uh, don't treat me any differently. Don't treat me any differently <laughs> after finding out that prestigious award. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Got it. Yeah. I, I'm sorry I missed that. Oh, yeah. So so most people in Oahu did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luke, how are you over there? Oh, cheese on the couch is great. Oh. <laughs> Just chilling here, listening to your beautiful voices. And, uh, nice. You're great. I, Old story. I didn't really understand the Castillo. What is that guy? Castillo. Castillo? What does he do? He's on the show Supernatural. He's he's, an angel. He's an angel. He's an angel. Sometimes he's good, sometimes he's not so good. Sometimes good. Sometimes he makes questionable choices with with the best intentions, Mm -hmm. usually. Oh, okay. Don't make me snap my finger. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) He may blow up. Note to self. Don't talk to Luke. (laughs) All right. right, So the bulletin board. Yeah, we've got a number of dates coming up. Uh, First off, this weekend, uh, April 1st through 3rd, Wizard World in St. Louis. And then, let's see, we've got two Walker Stalker cons on back-to-back weekends. April 2nd and 3rd, the Denver uh, Walker Stalker Con, and then the 9th through the 10th is Walker Stalker Con in Nashville, and those are both uh, Walking Dead and mm-hmm. various 
uh, horror franchises. And I've heard that the Walking Dead experience is going to be at those as well. I think. I'm not completely sure. But hmm. yeah, we'll have to check check. Maybe not, maybe not. Emma's going to look it I'm up. I'm going to, I have the power. I'm going to look it up right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, in the meantime, all right, we'll talk about the others. April 7th through 10th, Emerald City Comic Con in Seattle, which apparently still has Thursday tickets left. Right. Do we know about any of the others? Are they all They're sold out or? except for wow. Thursday. Except for Thursday, yeah. okay. And then let's see, in May, the 20th through the 22nd, Amazing Hawaii Comic Con, as we've mentioned, which Emma and Elena will be at. Let's see, in May 26th through 29th is MegaCon in Orlando. Um, are you going to that one? I am trying to get down trying there. Trying to get yeah. that one? Yeah, I was making plans this past weekend. That one yeah. sounded really cool. It's Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. See, yeah. Megacon last year was just three days. They've upped it to four days this year so, awesome. and moved it to Memorial Day weekend. And it's just like um, one month before, they're going to have Wizard Worlds has an Orlando convention oh, that they're okay. doing like four or five weeks later. So Orlando's really, yeah, Orlando's becoming like a ground zero in the yeah. southeast down there for uh, these conventions. Yeah, I think it's interesting. I think that conventions actually do extremely well in areas that are known for tourism mm -hmm. because I feel like when WonderCon was in Anaheim, mm -hmm. like it, it's equipped to deal with that yep. influx of people because it's across the street from Disneyland. Yeah. Right, so, right. We will be talking about that specifically. <laughs> That's a good point you bring up there. Uh, and also, I did confirm that at least at Denver, uh, the Walker Dead experience is definitely going to be there. Good, so good. I assume oh, it's going to be at all the Walker Stalker cons. Nice. And then finally, amazing Las Vegas Comic Con is yes. June 17th through 19th. Which, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Hawaii we're, this and then is Las Vegas. Uh, then Las Vegas. I mean. uh, so there's a lot of preparation going into both right now. Uh, the biggest difference this year, if anybody has been to any of the amazing Las Vegas Comic Cons in the past, previously we have always been at the South Point, which is significantly before you get to the Las Vegas Strip. This year we are going to be at the convention center, so we will be in the thick of it. So uh, we will be. I will be very interested to see uh, what changes await this year. <laughs> <laughs> well, for the full list of dates, you can look on our website on theconguy.com under bulletin board and mm -hmm. check up on all of those. All right. I'm so jealous. I want to get out to that Hawaii amazing con. Kind of great. So you guys should go. <laughs> so, so last week, what we did is we kind of broke down WonderCon as the six things that you need to know to kind of, you know, get around and have a successful con. So what we decided to do this week is the six things we learned from WonderCon mm -hmm. in Los Angeles. The six things we learned from the Los Angeles Wonder or the WonderCon in Los Angeles, as they were calling it, the LA's very first Comic Con, which. Mm -hmm. Kamikaze is there, so I don't know if they, that's a true thing. I mean, it's the, it's the whole Comic-Con International brand thing right. where, you know, for a time they were attempting to copyright Comic-Con, but then basically... Salt Lake City. Yep. yep. They, were, they said, no, Comic-Con is a generic term. So yep. mm -hmm. Comic-Con International is certainly copyright, and that's the name of the organization that does WonderCon and San Diego, but uh, Comic-Con itself is a, is a general term. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go ahead and start. So I will take number one. The first thing that I learned from the WonderCon Los Angeles is I love WonderCon in Anaheim. I'm yes. just going to be right up front. Yep, this totally. was not a bad convention. No. I mean, no. they they had a, a tough time. I went to the talkback um, at the end of the convention where Comic-Con officials and mm -hmm. the president, they kind of discussed it a little bit. And um, most people agreed that Anaheim was a much better location. It was a great convention. Um, not to downplay Los Angeles. I live here in Los Angeles. Yeah. But you know what? Perhaps that convention center downtown may not be Comic-Con ready. Yeah. So um, there were a, a number of challenges that we'll, we'll talk about as we go through the show. But um, according to some of the officials, L.A. was also a very difficult convention for them to program, um, especially security and, and a mm -hmm. number of different things. So 
Um, this may have been the very only WonderCon we ever see in Los Angeles. But um, what he kept saying was it's just a matter of scheduling. It's all they could get. WonderCon, mm-hmm. Anaheim was not available. Um, some other convention sites that they were looking at were not available. So right now, um, it's I'm excited that next year they are heading back to Anaheim. And Same. it will not be on Easter weekend. Yeah, that would be nice, too. Also exciting. <laughs> I did hear a lot of people say they were from the Orange County area and didn't want to drive that much farther up to huh. L.A. Yeah. It was the driving. I'm not joking because it's not funny. Probably it's how you mm-hmm. knew I wasn't joking. But they just said that just the added distance made it not fun for them. Well, I think yeah. that, too, you know, WonderCon, because it is realistically drivable from L.A. when it was in Anaheim and vice versa, is definitely a big commuter con. Yeah. You know, I have so many friends in L.A. that go down to Anaheim to go to WonderCon, but they don't actually stay in Anaheim. I personally stayed in Anaheim last yeah. year, and it was amazing, and I highly recommend doing that. But <laughs> the difference is when you are commuting from L.A. to Anaheim is it's really easy to park mm-hmm. in Anaheim. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not so much the other way around. Right. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was the next thing we were going to talk about. Number the two. challenge, the challenge of parking, and Jim especially, I know, got frustrated. Oh, of course, that's probably because he was driving, yeah. and I think Luke and I were just in the back seat of his car. Mm. But uh, yeah, it, we had we had announced here on the on the podcast that you could get because this was on the website, yeah. you could get day parking mm. for thirty dollars or for mm. the, the whole weekend we're set for seventy five. Mm. We got there Friday morning and they charged us twenty dollars. Getting there up front as opposed to thirty when you reserve, which so if you don't, if we didn't reserve ahead of time, we got a cheaper price by yeah. showing up. I mean, it was just what's with that? It was All that right. day. It wasn't the next day though. Okay, uh, right. The next day was more expensive. If right, you could it was find a spot. Different days. Yeah, but Saturday it was in kind of insane. We got there. Uh, mid-morning, I guess, and already the parking lot was full, and they were directing you toward overflow parking, but I don't know where there, if there was actual official overflow parking or if well, it was just was, those downtown L.A. lots. And I know that, that Adam West, that's what, that's, that's right. the day I met you, and you had a hard time finding I did. Well, a uh, Batcopter has very few places to <laughs> that's park true. downtown, yeah. but it was about an hour looking for parking mm-hmm. for that thing, and, and that guy charged me $100, and he, like you, wasn't wearing pants. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. But, but I did but, have problems. <laughs> but so I... <laughs> <laughs> I was I circled the block many times. I mean, it, I was actually looking for parking for at least forty five minutes, if not longer. Oh. And what it was is I did not want to pay more than thirty bucks. So I was like, I'm not going to pay over thirty. And then we found a place. We saw a place. We passed it. It was twenty bucks, but it was way on the other side of the freeway. Eventually, I said, Okay, I'm going to go find it. The minute I pulled up, you know, ah, we don't have any spots left. We eventually found parking, and it was safe, I guess. But remember the movie Adventures in Babysitting? With way back in the 80s when they broke down and they had to go find their car and it was in this dark garage way back in the sketchy part of town down a dark alley. So that's where I parked. Yeah, that's kind of what it felt like. Well, when we saw the lot, we saw a sign for what, $20 parking? And we returned that way and the guy motioned us with the flag just down this weird alley that was kind of disturbing. And then at the end of that, well, toward the end of the alley, there was a little lot, but that lot was full. So out of that lot, another guy was flagging us across the street into this garage. And I guess they were all part of the same group. It looked super sketchy, but you know what? Was I was weird. worn down by that time. They had yeah. worn me down. I was going to park wherever right. they put me. Yeah, well, we'd circled quite a bit to so. find parking that you liked. Because you said you didn't trust 
certain parts of town <laughs> and you trusted other parts better. And I love LA. I love LA. <laughs> I, know, I know. We we do. We love LA. No, but anyway, so so the parking was a challenge. I mean, I, in retrospect, there were things we could have done, yeah. which we talked about on the show last yeah. week. We did none of them, and we suffered the consequences. See, I did yeah. all of them. Uh, <laughs> I took the train down to go get my badge. Yeah. I took the train down the next day. I Ubered the day after that, and then the last day I used Lux to valet my car. Awesome. So and you had no problem at all, right? No problem. You so actually wow. followed the advice that I did, we gave. Yeah, I followed the advice yeah. that we gave. We didn't, and, and there, there you go. It's a lesson for anybody yes. who watches the podcast. You know. Yep. You know. Yes. <laughs> all right. So that's that was number two. Yes. We, hey, we did find parking. The car was fine, <laughs> and yeah, everything stop worked talking out. Talking about <laughs> parking. I'm done with it. Done with it. All right. Number three. Oh, that would be me. Um, I highly recommend bringing cash to the floor when you go visit the floor. Um, one of my favorite things to do at WonderCon and Comic-Con is just um, going around looking at the different toys and different things, like especially looking at toys from my childhood. And a lot of times like you'll see a price for something and then they'll like quickly come up to you like, well, if you give me cash, I can give you this price. Mm -hmm. So actually, Batman will really like this. Oh, Let's see what's, what's in the bag. What you get? What's oh. in the bag? So I was looking around and I'm I'd actually never seen this before and I saw a Robin. Oh! oh. Me, my yeah. Is that Pal, the guy Robin. Who, that you parked the... That's over to Batman. Wearing those spicy short shorts. <laughs> and, oh, that's that's beautiful. You bought this at the WonderCon. Did I you, did. Didn't you spend one skin flint dollar on a Batman? You had to get robbed. <laughs> oh, they didn't have nemesis. They didn't. So, of course, it was sold out before you got there. Should have planned better. <laughs> yes, but this is amazing, young man. But I, no, that is some good information because I... There was a number of booths where, especially on Sunday, when they're trying to like you know smart get rid of stuff, trying to get rid of yeah. stuff, it's all it's cash only. If you if you have cash, you'll find a good deal. So I, I remember I had three comic books, these big graphic novels I was trying to get, and that last day went up to pay for it, cash only. I'm like, oh, I had like seven bucks at that point oh, because man. of the food. But yeah, and this is yeah. new advice. I actually did not have cash. Um, that was an eight dollar item, and they would have given it to me for five dollars cash. But with card, he still gave me a dollar off, so it was seven. Yeah, that's yeah. And there's been other times I've gone too. Batman would also appreciate this. Right. Um, I like Luke that you just brought this whole bag. My little bag. bag look at the bag, stuff. even. Bat it's got yes. the cape. This is from Comic Con a couple years ago, and Don't it's when like they the had color. the. Oh, look, it's, it's the a special much. release of the, the show on Blu ray, so they were promoting that. Oh, my gosh. And everything. So. That was a great year for the bags. It was. Yeah. Yeah. So, what else you got in there? So, I got my old. I found some toys I had as a child, and then I rebought them. And then they gave uh, me a deal because I paid cash, uh, and basically kind of gave me a good discount if I got both of them at the same time. Holy nostalgia! But I know that. that is a stellar, stellar choice. I like the physique of the guy on the right. <laughs> yeah, I think I think uh, Cheeseman has a little something for Batman I there. I think he yeah. does. I, think I, like, I, I do. like the fashion choices of the guy on the left. That's oh, right. No, he does look yeah. very good. That's <laughs> right. a little buff in that illustration. So, um, Kurt was never that big. <laughs> so let's move on to number four. Yes, moving on to point number four is group cosplay is like, what's up mm -hmm. at WonderCon? Uh, I have found this to be very true in the past as well as somebody who does cosplay some and has a lot of friends who are who are involved in that scene. WonderCon is always the show that they're like, let's do a group for this thing. So one of my favorite groups that I saw at WonderCon was a um, Fire Nation group from Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> yes. And their outfits amazing. were sparkly. 
Oh my gosh, it was so good. Uh, I saw lots of Ghostbusters, totally, totally awesome. Uh, I saw some really cool, I always really like it when people make Pokemon costumes, but mm -hmm. like not the trainers, but like the Pokemon themselves, and they kind of interpret them as they will. So oh, yeah. I saw a really good Evolution group. So mm -hmm. uh, Eevee is a Pokemon that can evolve into many different uh, evolutions. <laughs> so it's Pokemon? Yeah. I thought it was Pokemon, but no, I, I didn't Pokemon. know. Pokemon. That's why there's a little Exxon. Okay. Yeah. On well, it. that's good to know because I never yeah, actually Pokemon. Didn't know yeah. mm -hmm, Totally. So you're learning stuff right now. I am. Uh, also, uh, definitely saw some Jurassic World groups, uh, Lego Marvel superheroes. Yep, yep. Uh, oh, yeah. And uh, there were there was a whole uh, gaggle of Spider-Men. Mm -hmm. That was pretty yeah, cool. Too many Spider-Men. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> and we and um, with Deadpool pretty much. Uh, uh, all the yeah. Deadpools. Oh all yeah, the yeah, yeah. Yes. And we have as um, we have as many of these we, as we could possibly capture on the website. We have three different galleries on there right now. We have uh, Cheeseman's Adventure, so we'll be putting some more cosplay up this week on the website. So yep. be sure to check that out. And, yes. uh, and Emma's not here today, so I am uh, Emma. <laughs> what? What? Oh, I put oh, my hand made... right through her. This what? is great. She's here. Ella, Elena, I'm sorry. sorry. Elena no was at, she was not able to, to join. Today, so uh, she had number five for us. So would you you mind? Uh, uh, actually, I just did her point, which was number four. And now I'll move on to my point, right. which is number five. Oh, if I can get these it's names. It's fine. Right. It's totally <laughs> fine. It's been a weekend. I'm personally tired because I was trying to work during the day and go down to WonderCon oh. in the afternoon evenings. So wow. I'm right there with you. Uh, yes. So I know Emma's name. I know Emma's name. I know Emma's name. Yes, I'm here. It's fine. All right. Uh, yes. Yeah, so uh, basically. I think this is one of the challenges of being in the LA Convention Center that a lot of the big panels were in rooms that were too small right. mm. for them. It's very typical for the big panels at San Diego for them to turn people away. However, it's estimated that about a thousand people couldn't get into the Agents well, of Shield panel. Right. right. Yeah, you'd think. Yeah, it's kind of a problem. That was that was one of the complaints during the talkback session at the end of the the convention that they were having to deal with. So many of the rooms were small, and then like for the preacher yeah. um, screening on on Friday night, th there was about a thousand people who yeah. wanted to get into that, and they couldn't get into that. I mean, here's the thing about LA Convention Center is that it is great for trade shows. Mm -hmm. uh, you know. E3 is at, is at the LA Convention Center every year, and Anime Expo does have panels, but it is also a trade show, mostly, so they don't do that many really big panels. So I think this was one of the first times that LA has ever had an intense amount of programming to deal with, and on a on a bigger scale than than we would see for, say, Kamikaze. Not right. that Kamikaze doesn't have programming, it certainly does, mm -hmm. but it's a lot of sort of local LA presenters and fan panels and things like that. So this was the first time, I think, where LA Convention Center was concurrently running panels that were large enough that they should have been in a big space like the Microsoft Theater or, you know, one of the big ballrooms there. So, yeah, I just think it was it was very challenging. And one of the questions that um, was asked is, why don't, what, why didn't they move Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. into the Microsoft Theater? Yeah. Why didn't they? And um, it's just a matter of, of scheduling. Exactly. And especially with the, you know, the security that they had at Microsoft yep. Theater, they had to have people staffed for that when they were running events in there. So, yeah. So, um, which brings me to the, to number six. And I have my badge here with me. And this is the RFID badge. that It has the, the little computer chip in there. So... All weekend, we had to tap in and tap out no matter where you were at. Yeah. Like, you had to tap into the convention. You had to tap into this wing of the convention, yeah. tap into certain doors. And it, you, yeah, you that did, was a little odd. It was a little odd. If yeah. You did, and you had to tap out. And if you and I know, Cheeseman, you had some difficulties because of this, right? I did. 
Did you forget to tap out? No, like, it was never working in the first place. Like, the first time I swiped it, it swiped red, and I'm like, that's weird. And then I did it again, and then it was still red, and then they're like, oh, you can go in. Like, they were fine, and then eventually, like, after doing it a few times, like, someone's like, wait a second, your thing's not working, and they said invalid, go see the person. So I had to go down, and then I ended up losing my guest badge, because I took them out, and then it dropped. But then, luckily, they were nice enough to give me another badge. But nice. usually, they charge $5 for the replacements. Oh. But it was Oof, just... That's a lot nicer but, than San Diego. But, <laughs> but, but the thing about the RFI, but RFID, it wasn't, bad, I guess. It wasn't too bad. The, the only thing like that was works. really a, a, a hassle was um, checking in on Friday um, for for the professional registration line. Yeah. We were in line for about an hour, hour and a half. I and heard a half, it was crazy. See, I went yeah. and picked up my badge on Thursday. So I didn't know you could pick them up on yeah, Thursday. Yeah, yeah, so. on Thursday. This is actually a really, really good thing to know about WonderCon, and they yeah. do this every single year. On the Thursday before, usually between about noon and 7 p.m., mm-hmm. if you have a three-day badge, so a professional badge would fall under the three-day yep. badge category, or a Friday badge, you can pick it up on Thursday. I don't mean that to interrupt, nice. but I did the same thing. I do yeah. it every year. Yeah, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's that. That's the thing to have known because yeah. you did not have the professional. No, I went through just it. the standard registration, mm-hmm. and actually the line moved pretty quickly. Yeah. And when I got in there, I thought, "Wow, there are so many people. How are they going to do this?" And I was out of there in less than an hour, I think. Nice. It, it, lunch. it was a lot less than an hour. You and went you to had lunch. Yeah. You went. Yes, <laughs> and then I, I went and got lunch while you guys were in line, and then came back and you found went, you again. You had lunch. You went to the floor. You walked around. You met people. You came back. Oh, it wasn't that long. <laughs> it felt like it. I, I went to lunch. I went to the bathroom. I, you know, saw some people in and out but, of there. But you but stood in line with us for like another half an hour. I did that too. <laughs> yeah. But I do want to say though, once we did get up there, I mean, they they were super nice, super mm-hmm. apologetic. It was just they had to program each and every one of the badges, and one of their machines went down, or a couple of their machines went down in this line. So it just took a long time. Yeah. Um, and but, mine didn't work after that. But yeah. when I came back and got it fixed, it worked. But the mm-hmm. thing to know is that these are here to stay. Mm-hmm. They're going to be in San Diego this summer, so we better get used to them. Um, this was a pilot program trying to get these things to work. And let me tell you, they are doing everything they can to make these things work yeah. efficiently, make them work conveniently so people don't have a lot of problems. There's a reason that they were at so many different spots. Because at first I was thinking, the question I had, because I went and asked them, said, why don't you just have it where you can just you know, tap into the building. Yeah. And once you're inside, you're free to go. But I guess there were so many entrances all over the building that the only way for them yeah. to maintain order was yeah. to do... Th- but also, um, the reason they have these badges because so many people have been making um, counterfeit badges. Mm-hmm. And because of that, there's an overabundance of people at the past conventions because the one guy was saying... There was over a thousand people waiting to get into the shield panel, and so they made a point to say, "Well, that's why we're making these badges. We're trying yeah. to prevent counterfeiting." So, I do appreciate the the attempt, and I think this yeah. will get smoother. It's going to yeah. become right. smoother. And I I personally didn't have any problems yeah. with it. Like it went through very quickly for me, and in some ways Same. I felt like it went faster through those little scan spots mm-hmm. than at San Diego Comic Con when they stop you and have to look yeah, at look every at your single badge. badge. Yeah, yeah, I actually I totally agree with you on that. Yeah, I think I think if you were fortunate enough to not have any issues with your RFID tag, then it actually was a relatively smooth process. Yeah. yeah. Well, and also if they're going to have any kinks like this, I'm really glad they tried it out at something right. like WonderCon, which is a little smaller, right. rather than just putting it into play at uh, San Diego Comic Con. Absolutely. Comic-Con. Yeah. yeah. And um, they're also thinking about making these longer. Because you know everyone had to lean down oh, to yeah. tap it, oh, yeah. or or they're going to make it where it comes. You can snap it off and snap it on real quickly, just to make it something that's yeah. a lot easier to use. So, um, anyways, so we're, we're going to see those. So that's our six things that we learned. Does anybody have anything else to throw in? 
learning experiences. I mean, I think that the key is uh, if the convention is at LA Convention Center, just don't drive. Yeah, I think it's the biggest. Oh boy, yeah. Uh, I also never learned, uh, this is something I learned. If it has an Adam's apple, it's a dude. Yeah, yeah, that's good yeah, to know. That's that is, a yeah, very good <laughs> advice. Yeah. You learned that this weekend. I learned it. <laughs> Some you lessons know. you learn the hard way. <laughs> Getting back to the group cosplay, I yeah. was surprised at how many people are actually fans of Gravity Falls. Oh, which yeah, I knew Gravity it was, Falls is I mean, huge. I love it, and like, a lot of people do, but I yeah. loved seeing all the cosplay. Yeah. I saw a group that just had done all the characters, and then I saw a family where I think maybe the dad was Dipper, and then the kids were just the different copies of Dipper from that one episode. Oh, that's where, awesome. Yeah. yeah. It was so much fun. Yeah, I saw some great uh, Steven Universe groups that made my oh, heart yeah. really happy. <laughs> so a really cute Peridot. <laughs> well, we were standing it. in line for an hour and a half to get our pick up our badges. We were in line with um, somebody who worked on Gravity Falls. Oh, nice. He was one of the, uh, in the animation team up there. And yeah, uh, Alex Hirsch uh, was at our amazing Houston Comic Con last year, so it was awesome. So that's the learnings. Uh, oh, I'd, wait. I just, uh, yeah, a couple things. Um, yes. With the room being like overflowed, a lot of times, like, like they'll be like, you you won't get in, and then like everybody kind of walks away. But what happened with me, because that happened with Star Wars visual effects. Okay. The line was just like huge, and then they're like, we're full, you're not going to get in. But sometimes if you're one of the few that waits around, there's a lot of people kind of coming in and out during the panel, and I was actually able to get in about halfway through. So if you don't get in and there's a bunch of people leave, if you do stick around, there's still a chance you could maybe get in at some point. So The same thing happened to me, and it's one of the that panel on that very first Friday. I mean, no, on the Saturday when I was looking for parking so long and I didn't think I was going to be able to get in, you guys jumped out of the car and got the in. The Bob's Burger? No, but, not no, that. Wayward Pines. Wayward Pines. Wayward Pines. Yeah, yeah. I, I really wanted to see that panel, so I was able to get in, but I didn't think I was going to be able to get in, but, you know, they, they got me in. So, so which let's, let's talk about, um, in, in the last few minutes here, let's talk about the things that were probably the standout moments for us. That maybe if we have a... Your top two moments or top three moments from the weekend that you guys remember things that really, really stood out. We've, we've talked about the things that perhaps didn't go so smoothly, yeah. but a lot of it went smooth. This was a great convention. I had a blast. So yeah. um, I'm going to go ahead and start. Okay. Did anybody go to the Screen Junkies um, panel oh, at nighttime? Oh, no. Just, I just had part of it. Part other of it. friends yeah. that had a panel at the same time, so uh, I was there supporting them. <laughs> that is the craziest, most fun panel I yeah. think I've ever been in. Yeah. I mean, it was like... Competitions, people yelling, comedians yeah, running. Yeah, I had fr- I had friends on that panel as well, but I kind of was like, oh, screen junkies, I'll have a bunch of people at their <laughs> panel. I should go support this other panel. That was the first time I've been to that one, and yeah. I can tell you what, I am not going to be missing that one yeah. again. That was that that was one of my my most favorite moments from the weekend. Yeah. Uh, I uh, I was because the show was in LA and I live in LA. I was attempting to balance uh, working during the day and going to WonderCon uh, yeah. in the evening. So I I did some partying at WonderCon. Uh, but one of the things that was super fun is um so my friend uh, Melinda Catherine Gross and uh, this guy Michael Nixon have a web series called uh, Drunk Hawkman. That's the kind of party. Yep, and uh, so they had a drunk Hawkman uh, meetup at the Marriott Bar, and uh, that that was a lot of fun. And they they were there doing some social media stuff for that, and um, so it was really it was it was nice to like hang out with them and and see them uh, doing their thing in their hawk costumes. That's pretty cool. That's <laughs> yeah, nice. drunk Hawkman. That's yeah, awesome. yeah. It was super fun. And speaking uh, of parties, they did. I didn't hear about a lot of parties, but the one that I wanted to go to was the. the I heard about it after the fact. Was mm-hmm. the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles had a big party? Oh, a big nice! Outside, and everybody, 
it was like a secret party, just like uh, you know, down at Comic Con. So I love it. I like I it that it. Wonder yeah. Con's getting those. Yeah, it's great. Um, and uh, and as a, again, I did go down during the day on Sunday uh, for a while, which was a lot of fun, and uh, I got to kind of catch up with some voice actors who I've interviewed in the past, and uh, it, it was re- it was it's always very gratifying for me to like go see these people who I've I've worked with in in some capacity, typically from a press standpoint of view, and have them remember me. So, like, Sandy Fox, who uh, I'm, if you guys don't know, I'm a huge Sailor Moon nerd. Um, I do a Sailor Moon podcast. It's kind of, like, my main fandom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sandy is the current voice of Chibiusa in the de- in the uh, viz dub of Sailor Moon, and it was great to see her. And she was really excited to see me, and she knew me, and I met her husband, Lex Lang, who uh, is voicing Poe Dameron in, like, the Lego Star Wars games oh, yeah. and stuff. Fun. So, yeah, it's pretty exciting. I was having just a blast in the cosplay area, meeting so many people and seeing so many diverse uh, cosplays. And also, it, you know, it doesn't matter if your cosplay isn't perfect, if you're out there having fun mm-hmm. and interacting with people. There was a lot of group cosplay. There were even some crash-up mashups between different cosplays. Mm-hmm. It was really, really cool. And the spirit was supportive and exciting. And an old Batman like me just fit right in. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's awesome. I was standing out there and I thought, it doesn't seem like a bunch of people from a diverse group, it seems like a family. Oh. <laughs> oh. It's okay. <laughs> right. I'm okay. Well, one of my favorite things was when people actually got my cosplay. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Because I like to do stuff that's easy to put together, but clever and a little bit obscure. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, the Mulder thing, if people watched X-Files, they'll probably get that. Yeah. Uh, I still had to explain it to a lot of people. But Friday was even more confusing, or harder to get, because I did J.J. Abrams. Oh. I, from his TED Talk, I drew... Uh, a question mark and made, remade that logo on oh, a box nice. and carried that around and just wearing, you know, hornroom glasses, yep, yep. sweater, jeans. Yep. And most people didn't get that. I think a lot of people didn't even get I that it was. I had no idea class. what that yeah, was. Jim has never seen I was it. like, nobody's going to get this. And then we're standing in line and everybody's like, J.J. Abrams. J.J. Yeah. Abrams. I think I, there were probably just like three people during the day that got it without yeah. help. Some people I explained it to, and then they got it. And then some people I explained it to, they still had no idea. One woman said, oh, I'll have to read that. Yeah. It's like, you don't read TED Talks, man. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And yeah. then, yeah. But I, I got pictures with lots of Star Wars people. Oh, nice. Which was the thing to do. Yeah, you know? And absolutely. then I would tweet absolutely. about it. And, you know, like if it was with Kylo Ren, I was like, oh, that's right. I control your fate. Uh-huh. Or I got a picture with a Han Solo who was... Um, oh... You know, in, in, in a bad way, we'll say. And so I hashtagged it, uh, sorry, hon. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I love it. Well, what about you? Did you have pictures? Is that in our gallery? The, it is. Um, the JJ? Yeah, it'll be it'll be up on the yep. website. Yeah, yeah, we're doing a, Derek's got his own gallery going to be on the, the website this week. Yeah. So. Awesome. Yeah. What about you? Well, I love the Wayward Pines panel. Yes. Like uh, Jim was saying, he was luckily able to get in. They dropped me off, so I got to avoid the parking <laughs> craziness. And I actually sat into the last ship panel as well, which was a very cool panel to sit and watch. A lot of patriotism and different things going on there. So it was really cool. But, uh, yeah, I love the Wayward Pines. It was really cool to – M. Night was there. Which was amazing. Right. And then they were actually talking about, like, originally they weren't planning on doing a second season, but then, like, M. Knight was saying, like, if he got something he was really excited about, which they were very excited. And Jason Patrick, the actor from Lost Boys yeah. and oh, yeah. other things, Speed 2, yes. you know, he was very also important. in that I, as well. I am a is... huge M. Night Shyamalan fan. I used, to, I used to really love his films, and then, you know, we. I took a break from M Night for a bit, and but I think he's really come back strong with uh, Wayward Pines and uh, the Visit, which came out this last year. So we're kind of um, 
winding down here. So anybody have what, what, your last thing, something that really stood out for you? I know that you had a pretty incredible yeah. experience. Um, we at the Conman panel, Alan Tudyk was giving gifts out to everybody who asked oh, a question. So I got awesome. his autograph on this just piece of paper from when they were doing ADR or something. Mm -hmm. That oh, that's really yeah. cool. We have it all in video, too, so that's yes. also going to be on the website. <laughs> awesome. I, and that Conman panel is perhaps one of my favorite times. Yeah. Of that was entire fun. That guy's hilarious. Those guys are yeah. hilarious. Yeah. And anybody else? Favorite moments from the, from the convention? I think I covered it. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm good. So let's go ahead and wrap up. Where are we going to be able to see everybody coming up in the next few weeks? Well, you guys should tune in tomorrow night to AfterBuzz TV to the Star Wars Rebels After Show. It is the season two uh, finale. Uh, and also be sure to uh, keep your eyes on AfterBuzz's YouTube because I did have the opportunity to actually see the finale. Yesterday I went to the premiere on the Disney lot and uh, got a chance to talk with uh, some of the cast and crew. So those interviews will be on the internet very soon. And otherwise you can find me all over the internet at Emma Fife, which is my name. <laughs> I am producing and co-hosting with Miss Kit Quinn, a wonderful cosplayer, a new show called Cosplay Crash, which is a live, competitive cosplay show that celebrates the art of cosplay and the fun, entertaining time you can have putting it on. Uh, we've got celebrity judges, and the audience gets to vote who the winner is. How cool is that? <laughs> Cosplaycrash.com. Look it up, good citizen. Well, I, let's see. Between now and San Diego in July, I'm not sure where I'll be. <laughs> but you can occasionally find me at Geeky Teas and Games in Burbank. My friend Donna Ritchie was on a panel yeah. at WonderCon, too. I got a nice picture with her that'll be on the website. Yep, yep. And on Twitter. And on Twitter? And on Twitter. Of course. You can find me on Twitter, at ConGuyDerek, anytime. Mm -hmm. Yes. And same with me. I'll be on Twitter. I'll be posting different things here and there. But, yeah, I mean, the main thing for me coming up is Comic-Con. But you can find me on Twitter at ConGuyLuke or look for Cheeseman. Cheeseman on the couch right here. Then. And you can follow me at Conguy Jim, and you can follow all of us at theconguy.com. That's the Conguy D O T C O M. And we will be um, coming back to you uh, very soon with us. News of the updates and the cons coming up. We're going to be following Emma as she <laughs> takes off to Hawaii yes. and takes off to Las Vegas. That's going to be exciting. We got Comic Con yeah. coming up, and you can catch all of us. We will be at the Cosplay Crash. Cosplay yeah. Crash, Crash on May second, Monday. Yep. Yeah. And you can find information about that on our website at theconguy.com. That's all we got for this week, guys. So have have a lot of fun. We'll see you guys at the next con. Bye. We'd like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.